we all know about sports. Now, you are now, you are now, you are now, you are now listening to the best damn sports podcast, period, 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 period. Welcome back everyone to the What Do Women Know About Sports Podcast. I am Brie Nicole. And I'm Vicky D. And today we have a special guest. We want to welcome A-Train. He is the host of the is it the A Train podcast? It's it's yeah, not a podcast. A Train Show podcast. You got it. It's, you got it. Okay, the the A Train Show podcast, and he is also the founder of the In the Zone Network. He's wearing his logo. It's nice. I like that. Appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. Thanks You're for welcome. coming on our on, on our show. Oh, grateful, grateful to be a part of it, man, and uh, grateful to uh, Chris Dimon and Midcoast Media for allowing me to jump on with you guys and. Uh, Let's get to it. All right. Well, okay. So I don't know if anyone has seen the 30 for 30 uh, with, um, well, the first 30 for 30 they had was the one with Bruce Lee. Uh, Didn't see that one. Um, The second one uh, is the one with uh, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire, the whole home run uh, battle, whatever you want to call it. Um. So I know A Train, you said you saw it. So yes, what were your what was your thoughts about it? Seeing that, you know, this is the St. Louis Cardinals, our home team, like yeah. how did you feel watching it? Did it bring back memories? It did, but I didn't want to watch a whole two hour fest of home runs. You know, it was like I can go to YouTube and watch those, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. day, every day, man. <laughs> and um I do remember I'm going to tell my age a little bit. I was a freshman in high school when McGuire broke the record. And, Dude, I was like 10 um, years old. <laughs> see, look, we all revealing ages here at this point. <laughs> y'all, can count, y'all know how to count. I hope so, you know. But I remember seeing that and um, watching. I remember my dad giving me an earful about the stuff between McGuire and Sosa. Personally, I was more, I wanted to see Ken Griffey break the record. And right, because it was Mark McGuire and Ken Griffey at first. It yeah, was like between them two first, yeah. Early on, it was them, and then Sosa mm-hmm. caught on with, when he caught fire in June with those 20 home runs, which is still a record today. Um, and, you know, once that started gripping how crazy it was St. Louis and Chicago both going at it for the home run record. Mm-hmm. And what people forget is that Chicago made the playoffs and the Cardinals didn't. They and, did. <laughs> and, and right? the Cardinals got, you know, Cardinal McGuire had the record, but uh, it was it was all about Sosa and the Cubs. They was in the playoffs, man. And not, for, not to mention, Kerry Wood and the rookie year that he had going 13 and 6 and striking out over 200 batters, man, it had the 20 strikeout game. Um. Yep. Then the Yankees Maybe. ended up winning it all, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Those guys. <laughs> right. Those guys. So, okay. Now, Bree, I know you didn't see it. Didn't get a chance to, to catch sleep. it, but man, how can you miss it? <laughs> how? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't a personal interest. I'm good. Hey, 
it, it, I mean, it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that because I posted about it like on our Instagram page story, so I knew about it. Yeah. I just forgot. Here's the thing. I won't even lie to you. I was so ready for insecure. I was just like, that's all I'm gonna worry about tonight. Oh that's all I'm gonna worry about tonight. She said I'm on I was only focusing on I was only focusing on like insecure. You were trying to figure Listen, I was in and I was like, it's time for insecure. That's that's all I care about. Wow. Because I tried to watch the first 30 for 30 with Lance Armstrong, and it was a no for oh. me, so. Yeah. I, I forgot about to watch the. I'll be honest. I didn't even watch the last two. Uh, I, I yeah. wanted to see Be Water, and I didn't. I need to go back and watch that. Hey, I, I'm so grateful for Sling right now where I can go back and watch the previous 30 for 30s that's mm -hmm. been around, and so. You know, oh, they uh, and they're on the like, ESPN. They're on the ESPN app yeah. too. All of like all older, like all older, like yeah, all of them on the app ESPN too. App. Yeah, definitely on the app. But since oh, I, don't, I don't utilize the app, I just go back and you know I go to Sling. Like it's been a saving grace for me. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, I'm gonna check them out. Yeah, definitely. It's, yeah, I've watched some great thirty for thirties. You know. Yeah, I watched a couple on the. I've watched a couple on like TV and on the app. Like my favorite yeah. one, I think I've mentioned this before. My favorite thirty for thirty is the one about the University of Miami, the football team. The U. It's, oh yeah, it's my favorite one. It was mine. It's, it's one of the best ones. Uh, my mine is definitely the Lakers Celtics rivalry. That's a good one too. Yes, that's a good one. That that's a really, really good, good one. That's a good one too. Yeah. I was surprised that the the, uh, the last dance wasn't considered thirty for thirty. You know what I mean? You know, it, was, it was ten parts. It was ten parts. They did all everyone because that was too much. <laughs> it was I'm, ten I'm parts. upset though, you know, because I'm like I felt like I felt like it happened so soon, man. Like we could have did ten weeks of one hour episodes, but then I think we would have got mad after the first hour because if you know they went yes. so quick. It, yeah, it went so quick. They went mm -hmm. so quick. So uh I, I remember getting I can't I'm not gonna say a friend of mine had one of the uh I think it was the lad the five through eight. I got to watch five through eight in advance. Somebody decided to leak them episodes out. So yeah. I was like, I go ahead and watch them. And uh my homie told me, he said, Man, wait till you see when they get down to the series with Seattle. I was like and and the time is retirement. I'm like, well, I knew most of this stuff, but I'm like, it wasn't any. There was some. It was some slightly different, and that was Mike being maniacal. That's all. Mike was maniacal mm. in the whole ten part series. Mm. I get, I get that. Yeah, he's but he's yeah, that deserved his own thing. I don't think yeah, the Mike last dance would have been a great thirty for thirty because it was too much. Way too much, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was needed. Like I yeah. couldn't wait till till now. I think it was supposed to drop after the finals, June. So we hear yeah. now this was when it was supposed to drop. Nah, man, I'm glad they pushed it up. It was it was yeah. and I think thing. they pushed it up because like it wasn't anything going on. Like I feel like ESPN nope. was showing older games. It wasn't anything happening. So so they was like, we have to keep people engaged. Yeah, so let's drop this now. So. And I enjoyed it. 
especially since ESPN had been taking a huge hit with viewership, with them pushing a narrative of politics and stuff. You know, they kind of mm-hmm. changed that up because it's like uh, they know the viewership was down they, and, and folks was getting tired of ESPN as it is anyway. And so them bringing that into the mix, it, it, it brought the spike back up. Yeah. But okay. so I will say because I didn't watch it, but I do remember the the rivalry between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Um, yeah. Being from St. Louis, I won't even lie to you. I just didn't like Sammy Sosa. I don't. I didn't. I never met the man. <laughs> never met the man. Oh, just, I'm not. A, I'm saying, not a Baby Birds fan. So yeah, I'm not a Baby Birds. Fan. You call you them Baby what? Birds. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. Now mm-hmm. being. Being that I was a Bulls fan, and I'm talking about a huge one, that will sit there yeah. and look funny for somebody that's from St. Louis. <laughs> like, real talk. But, well, we ain't got no team, though. So, I mean, exactly. that's the closest one to it. You hit it. That was, that was the reason why I cheered for the Bulls, man, because we didn't have no team here. And so I needed something, somebody to watch. And and uh, being a young kid, watching Michael Jordan was my favorite player, man. And so, right. like, I never forget the books I used to get and cards. And I had a whole bunch of cards sitting at home with Michael Jordan. I cried his second retirement. 15, Aww. 14 years old, 14 years old. And I'm sitting there crying that Mike retired <laughs> the second time around back in 99, man. Because I thought it was really over. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really mm-hmm. ending. And then he comes back three years later and say, I'm, I'm going to play again. But, right. yeah. Then I was like, I couldn't believe the Bulls dynasty ended. And you know they they had the partial season for fifty games and stuff, and so it was. I, I, I lost myself in being an NBA fan because Jordan was gone. Mm-hmm. That's how we feel about Kobe. <laughs> yeah. So for me, being from St. Louis, we have no team here as far as basketball, but I am a Lakers fan, and Kobe Bryant is my guy. Yeah. I can and I wasn't I wasn't a Kobe fan. Mm-mm. I I respect him, but as in I used to love 2008 will forever be the greatest memory for me. Now I can't I can't speak for y'all Laker fans because then <laughs> that's when they got their butts beat by the Celtics and got yeah, beat by 39 man. points on the road. And I was loving every minute of that because I did not want to <laughs> see Kobe win another title. But of course, after that, he won two more. He came back and won two more right. against the Celtics. One of them. Yeah, no, one, one of them one was one. against the Celtics. <laughs> yeah. So, so no Bree, because you didn't see the thirty for thirty, we got to break it keep, down for you. Okay? Keep rubbing it in, God. We got to break. Don't it. To. I don't think you should, because because <laughs> like, let me say this: Brianna said she saw the rivalry. That's all that really was. There was no real new information that came in. All it was was a bunch of St. Louis media jumping in, Chicago media jumping in, just giving their memories about everything. And if so, you heard something new, it wasn't really new. So True. did Sammy Sosa address his appearance change? No, he didn't. No. Cool. No. I don't think that was the right forum for that. <laughs> That's not what it is. Yeah, yeah, because, but, be, because but, the no, was, knew. but there was like an after show after the 30 for 30 that was like an after like show or something. I don't know if you mentioned it there, but I don't know. 
But I mean, we, this is just me. So I would have felt like that would have been something he, he could have talked on maybe a little bit because he looks completely different. He's not the player who was playing. Do, what does that have to do with what's going on? That it's has catfish. nothing to do with <laughs> That's not the same man who was playing for the Cubs. That's not the same man. We know. We know. Hey, but one thing I will take from this documentary, he was really full of himself. Really he, full of oh himself. Oh my God. He was. He was full of himself, oh. boy. I didn't realize like you that, didn't that. You didn't see that back in 98. You know what I'm saying? It's like you saw a whole different Sammy now that he got older and he's away from the game. And now, mm-hmm. uh, and then he was so humbling back in 98. You know what I mean? Because, you know, yep. that was a humble experience. And then all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, I won the MVP. Oh, really now? Oh, yeah. He, yeah, I did notice that. He was super like. Yeah, that's like, why I'm not their fan. That's why I don't like them. But. It was, it was it was just crazy to me. I mean, because you know now, Mike, it, it ain't no different than with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan full of himself, but he been full of himself ever since he started picking up a basketball, started dribbling. Right. You know what I mean? So it, it's nothing different. But because they knew, Sammy knew, he knew it that they were second rate. The Cubs was down as a bottom feeder. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, they finally got the playoffs because, I mean, 98 was a big year for Chicago, man. You know, the Cubs getting the playoffs, Bulls yeah. winning the title. Yep. You know, but it was still Michael City at the end of the day. So it's Right. And then do you yeah. see where Sammy Sosa was like, oh, I'm right here to Michael now. I'm like, yeah, boy, right. it's still Michael City. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's still Michael City. Yeah. Oh, Even he was now. that full of himself. Yeah, he was yeah. like, oh, man, oh, yeah. I'm right he, here to watch he, he the like, It was a shock to see Maguire in a different light. Like, he really mm-hmm. um, not, not exposed himself, but he was more open. You know, yeah. Compared to mm-hmm. in the past. Now, see, that was a, like a reversal of fortune that we got, is that seeing him in a totally different light, and he was more open to talk about it. You know, he got into it a little bit. Um yeah. And I'm, I'm glad he was able to. Sammy wanted to hold his cards to uh, to his chest. He didn't want nothing to be revealed about him like he was a bad guy. Dude, you was just as bad as everybody else. Let's not forget mm-hmm. the court back incident back in 2001, 2002. Yeah, something like that they showed. I think 2003. Was it 2003? Yeah, it was, might, I think it might have been then. He had the court yeah. back. So I'm like, man, get out of here. Uh-huh. You went all the way free, brother. And I've seen, I don't know what teammate it was from the Cubs, but I, I read an article where one teammate was like, he was a, he was the worst teammate ever. Like, like what you said, surprised. he was fooling himself. Yeah, like he said, he was fooling himself and he only cared about hitting the home runs. He didn't care if they was, they had the worst record or whatever. Like if they was zero and 20 or whatever. He didn't care about that. He just cared about himself. I'm it like, makes wow. It makes perfect yeah. sense that it was only one in the documentary. It was only one. That was Terry Wood. That was it. Was it? Yeah, I don't. I didn't. It was just him, and I remember it was Jim Riggleman, his manager. Like with the Cardinals, they had Brian Jordan and Ray Langford, and you know they, I they spoke out a bit. At least there was a few more people that got a chance to say something about it. And but I mean, like Sammy, I can see why they didn't like him, man. Like mm-hmm. 
that that was uh, that was the difference. That was probably the difference why I seen with the documentaries that Sammy was more full of himself than uh, uh, he not even uh he not even a part of they the Wrigley Field won't even invite him back. <laughs> they still haven't invited him back yet. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. It's not the same person. They like nope. <laughs> it's not the same person. That's why it's not the same person. You know what was really what was really funny? Like the moment Mark McGuire hit his sex, uh, sixty second home run. I did. What I liked about this rivalry was the fact that they were like real. They, you know how like when there's rivals, there's always like um, hatred towards like yeah. one another. Like they was real like Embracing cool with them. each other. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like they they loved it. Like. <laughs> That's what I did. Like, I did like other, that. Right? But McGuire got selfish if you heard in the documentary. Remember when he hit the home run against when Sosa hit the home run in Houston and took the lead at 66 and 65. He sat there on that documentary and said, I cannot let him beat me. Yep. He did he say did, that. I mean, want that to happen because mm -hmm. he wanted the record. So uh, a bit of selfishness was in him too, though. You know, I would have been like he, that too. Yeah, like, you ain't finna exactly. <laughs> You ain't finna outdo me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was wild, man. That whole home run race was it, it did bring people back to baseball. Uh yeah. well, one fact with that is that McGuire had two, three home run games during that uh, during that summer, one at home in the beginning of the season. I think right kind of in the middle when he got it against Philadelphia, he had another three home run game. So that was pretty awesome to see. And then that last weekend, he hit five home runs in three games. So that's that's pretty amazing, man. You know, to, and to finish it with 70, it made all purposes. Yeah. Yep. But um, we all know their record was broken. All good, all good things yeah, must come to an Exactly. And mm. about that. Oh, what? Is, is a Hall of Famer. And I, Who? I really do believe Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. Guy broke the okay. yep. I believe mm -hmm. he should be in the Hall of Fame. But that dude's attitude is what is keeping him from getting there. Because I do remember Bonnie, Barry Bonds' attitude was trash. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. His attitude was not the greatest, but. The dude was phenomenal, man. You had a godfather that was phenomenal. Your dad was phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, he's the only guy in Major League history with 500 home runs and 500 stolen bases in a career. That's pretty phenomenal, if you ask me, because a stolen base yeah. is a lost art. Everybody focuses on the home runs now. Exactly. So that that is something I don't think will ever be touched, just like the, the record with Ricky Henderson, 1406 in stolen base. Ain't nobody getting close to that ever. ever. And what I'm the another part of it, kind of what what you were mentioning, um, Mark McGuire was like, um, you know how there's some players that are only good at one thing. Um he's he said he admitted he's pretty good at hitting home runs. Like, cause he was a pitcher before. Basically. He started out as a pitcher. Yeah, and so he did mention Ken Griffey Jr., him being like a complete player. I was like... Yeah. Griffey was okay. my dude, man. Griffey yeah. was the guy I wanted to see break all the home run records. Because yeah. 
Griffey was clean, you know what I mean? And uh, I didn't mean to make that rhyme, I swear. I didn't. But <laughs> uh, I wanted him to break the record, man. Like when the 94 season, they went to strike, mm-hmm. I was pissed because I wanted him to see him break the record, you know? And that was when Michael then, uh, quit left baseball. <laughs> man, we ain't going to talk about that. I could throw some on y'all about Michael Jordan playing baseball, and you you would you would almost be amazed by what I would tell you about that. Oh Lord! Yeah, I, I'm gonna. That's all right. I'm gonna <laughs> another time, another place for that. Gotcha. I just feel like y'all have told me the entire documentary, so I don't have to watch it. Exactly. You really don't. I'm I'm, I'm actually helping you out today. Thank you. you. I appreciate it. This will be for for those who want to reminisce about what happened, who already knew what happened. Okay. Want to reminisce. The reviews were bad. Even the reviews on them were bad. Yeah, they were. Sure was. What did they say? Saying, if you want to watch a two-hour home run snooze fest, you can go and watch it on YouTube. Tampa gave a bad review. Sports Illustrated gave it a bad review. So I'm like, awful announcing gave it a bad review. And these are these are guys that always keep up with sports media, man. Don't watch, don't watch it, man. Don't watch it. I won't. I won't. You saved you two hours, man. I legit was going to watch it, but listen, listen, insecure was more important that day. I'm talking about Ethan Lawrence, man. <laughs> Don't get me started, Victoria. This is not the time. Oh, that, that's a whole different combo. You got yeah. a, you on a sports show, and you talking about insecure. <laughs> However, we got uh, the guy Lawrence that played blue in the game. Remember that? Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I hated them seasons. I hated them seasons. Hmm. <laughs> I actually liked him. I I liked him on the show. I liked him in the game. Yeah, he was, he was cool, though. man. But I didn't, I didn't watch like the last. I probably watched maybe the first two seasons when it moved to BET, but that was about it. Right. I, I watched the whole thing. I finished it. It got, it it got way too there. dramatic for me, man. I'm like, and, and honestly, <laughs> speaking of insecure, a lot of people was mad that the the game was like just thirty minutes. I mean, that's what insecure is, and insecure just followed the same. The but Insecure is on HBO. Issa can push for an hour. She can push for an hour. Nah, man, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Attention spans ain't nothing but this big. You know what I'm saying? You better keep it 30 minutes, man. Insecure episodes are more compelling. So that's why yeah, people that's be like, Exactly. You can get them out of a 30 minute show. And that's what I'm starting to learn with that is that. Uh, you know, nowadays, attention spans aren't that great. That's why I talk bad about the, the documentary, man, because I really didn't want to watch it, but I wanted to see where it was going to go. It, mm. it captured my eyes for, a, you know, a second, but, you know, I would look away seeing anything. I'd be cooking. I was doing some cooking stuff, you know what I mean, man? And it, it was cool, man. It was just nothing but a two-hour snooze fest. At the end of the day, I was like, dang, I should I could have been watching. Insecure. Beside, beside that. No. Oh, man, that's, oh. Well, I guess I guess it would only care like only the same the Cardinals fans and Cubs fans only care about it. I guess I bet you that. All uh, right, I'm thinking that's what it was. Probably, probably that's yeah. probably what it was. Wow, that is interesting. The, the dude that did the that did the documentary is from Edwardsville. He is. He did mention that. Come on, man. Like 
And you, and you see how heavy you saw how heavy it was with more Cardinals than it was Cubs. It was. Remember that. Yep. Yep. It was heavy with that. Mm-hmm. And they made sure of that. So that, that, that is true. That, that, that let me know, man. It was that that could have been saved for Fox Sports Midwest. That could have been saved for that, or Channel Five could have did another one-hour silly special with that stuff, man. Yeah, they sure got a what's his name, Um, Bush, uh, Mike Bush. Mike Bush got to do with anything, man. Yeah, love Mike Bush. I do because he a sportscaster. (laughs) He was right, and 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 he was the guy that was. He was the, the year that the Rams won the Super Bowl. He was their announcer. But what did he have to do with this documentary, man? I know he was there, but hell. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And then they what, what what made me laugh was when they mentioned uh when he got the 60 second home run, how uh what's his name? Jack uh Buck cried. <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything bad about uh, Jack, man, because Jack, my dude, man. Yeah. You know, Jack. Jack is a legend, man. That's a voice. <laughs> that that is a straight up voice, man. But I'm I'm surprised he didn't make the call because I was expecting him to do that, and and not Mike Shannon, uh, drunken self. You know. Up. Oh. Yeah. You know. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I, I wasn't expecting him to make that call because. Buck made a great 61 call. It was a great call, man. And, you know, he stood up. And, and that, I think, one thing was compelling is that we got to see behind the scenes a bit with the announcers. And, okay. you know, see, getting their uh, perspective for it, at least from the Cardinal side, because they dang sure didn't show up from the Cubs side. <laughs> they, they, didn't show, they, they didn't show, no, they didn't show Chip Carey, even though he was in it. They didn't show like a perspective that way for him, you know. So yeah, uh-huh. it was cool. Yeah, so I mean, I guess Bree, I guess you really didn't miss nothing. <laughs> Works for me. Works for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had wrote notes and everything, but we only. Well, I mean, hey. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need no more. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got y'all covered on that, man. Right. Um, but um, so about the sports returning, um, WNBA is yeah. returning as well. They are doing a twenty-two game season starting at the end of July. Mm-hmm. Um, I read today that Maya Moore is taking this season off as well to focus on like social injustices, as mm-hmm. well as Renee Montgomery. Um, mm-hmm. And Sue Bird today made the statement that there is not a right or wrong answer to players not wanting to play or play. Sue Bird was just like, through what we have been through with this pandemic and now with what's going on in the world, there is not a, there is not a right or wrong answer if a player chooses to play or not this season. So I respect mm-hmm. the answer because it's up to that player. It's it up is. to that player. It is. And I kind of feel and... the same way with the NBA too. But um, then again, you know, some people kind of. Eh. Me personally, I feel that there shouldn't even be any sports going on. I'm really, I'm really in the mindset of cancel everything for 2020 
let's get kind of get ready for 2021 because the second wave is going to be coming in. At least that's what's being said. That's the speculation that a second right. wave of the corona is going to be coming in. And so do you want to risk your players of your leagues that sit, that's, you know, the most of them superstars that want to uh, wind up getting sick. Now, granted, they might be getting the best care for it, but what if it happens again? Like I just read, uh, watched uh, a report where a girl had got coronavirus for the second time. I saw that like, too. Are you serious? And y'all want to continue going out? Oh, that won't happen to me. You don't know that. You don't know that. Right. And when I heard that Zeke, St. Louis's own Zeke, got the coronavirus, I'm like, yeah. We really, we really gonna do this though. Like NFL should shut down, NBA should shut down. Unfortunately, WNBA should shut down. Quick story about that. I met Maya Moore. She used to come where I, I worked, and uh, she would she would do a yearly trip to my job. I'm not gonna even mention where the job is at. I'm just saying I work for a rental car company, and she would come to that place. I remember I made one mention about her retiring. She looked at me like I was stupid. I ain't retiring. Oh, my bad. I'm sitting there looking dumbfounded for real. Like she made me look bad. I'm like, she's one of my favorite players. I'm like, she was the cutest thing. And I sat there and said that stupid comment to her. <laughs> and and I and I find out why she was away from the WNBA. I really found out why. It's because yeah. she's fighting for social justice, is what she's and doing. I think and she took off last year to help a person who was incarcerated. Like she's trying to help them get off. Yeah, she's still on it. You know what I mean? So, and I respect that. And it, what it did, it it humbled me (laughs) that moment that I had with her, you know. And uh, it was just, it's amazing how everything is going on right now. Like, you're hoping that change is going to finally come with everything that's going on. And uh, shifts are happening. But they need yeah. to continue. Yep. They need to yeah. continue. You know, at this at this rate, I don't even think we should be worried about sports. For real. That's just Honestly. my two cents. And um if we need to care about the safety of people and their the the players and their families, especially the women, because them getting sick and it, some of them that, that that play, sometimes they with child because they also have to have a family too. Mm-hmm. So I look at it as take this, you're gonna have to take 2020 as a loss. This point this point on all of these owners that's rushing to try and get back. I'm I'm sick of hearing about 60 games. I really don't even want to see the 22 games. I don't even want to see the 16 games. Cause what is it? What is that gonna look like? You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sit there. Honestly, I, I like it when fans are there because it gives me a good camaraderie. Now, granted, the Korean baseball did that stuff. <laughs> it's doable. But this is, we talking about America. That's what I'm saying, man. America, America's bullies. You know what I'm saying? So they And they don't like listening to nobody except their own breath. Hmm. But as yeah. for safety, in this case, mm-hmm. let's hold off on the sports for a while. And I agree. And and just just see what twenty twenty one brings to the table. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because uh, one of the things it took away from me was the XFL, man. And I love that league, man. I, was I actually really, love that too, man. I was upset. I was enjoying that football during the. Uh, I during like that, right? I like that better than the NFL. To be man, honest, I, I don't watch football. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you could have came down. You could have came down to the game. You could have came down to the game where they was paying only twenty dollars for a ticket. You had to watch it. You show sure was grateful to be there in the house, right? You know I mean? So <laughs> it, it was it was a fun atmosphere. I would have loved to see fifty thousand fans screaming "Cronky sucks" one good time. You know what I mean? But um, facts. You know it, they they put the pause on it, man, because of the the pandemic. Wait, they, we but, had one home game though. Two. We, we had, had two. two. Okay, yeah. Yeah. They had we had two home games. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was at both of them too, man. That was so uh, funny. Yeah. And we was trying to go so bad. <laughs> you just came, man. You just came. We was trying to go so bad. We didn't make it. They they canceled it because Corona came in. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what messed it up. The, the Corona did, and uh, I'll, I'll say I was fortunate to go to three games. And the third game I went to was in Dallas. You know, I went to Arlington, Texas. You know, got a chance to go down and see the Battle Hawks' very first game. That was a thrill, man, because I got to go to a whole nother city, did a road trip with guys, you know, did a, you know, you had the camaraderie and whatnot, and uh, had a good time, man. It was, it rained earlier that day, but then as the game progressed, it actually, you know, it got warm, man. It was weird, especially for February, <laughs> man. But it's Dallas, it's the South, and, you know, it warms mm-hmm. up down there. And so uh, being there and getting a chance to kind of look around and see uh, what's down there, got to see the new Texas Rangers Stadium, got to experience their uh, their ballpark village like we have in St. Louis, and mm-hmm. then uh, got to see uh, the Cowboys Palace AT&T Stadium. That thing is huge, huge. Mm-hmm. Like, we was literally right across from all of that. I mean, that was great. It was a great uh, time to be there. I well so about I was just gonna say that um I um I definitely agree about the sports like just like making this entire rest of the seasons a wash but then again on the other side I I miss it so so I'm not mad at them trying to bring it back um but I do feel that if any player does not want to play that's their prerogative. I'm not going to be mad if a player does not play because they feel like, one, I don't think it's safe, or two, I want to fight for whatever's happening in the world. Um, I, I miss the sports, so I will. I think that's probably why I wanted to come back. But if people choose not to play like for their own reason, I'm definitely on board for that because um, I said this on the last episode, a change needs to happen. There has been a shift it's a it's not the shift but it's a shift nonetheless but more needs to happen so i'm kind of i'm i'm not moved either way I, I so i wouldn't be mad if they wash it because of these reasons but if they bring it back i would be okay but it's going to be odd with no fans being there because i feel like yeah. fans make the event i just want to know how they're gonna play in this this bubble like like hard like <laughs> Stupid. I don't know. It's going to work. Can can you imagine um can you imagine 
sports writers and commentators and play-by-play -play guys being in this one area for three whole months away from families and all that stuff, man. That ain't that ain't that ain't even necessary. It's not normal. So uh one player who definitely <laughs> does not want to play is Kyrie or or should I say Karen Irving. <laughs> Look how Kyrie thinks the earth is flat. So <laughs> but okay, if people who don't know what he said, he basically said, I don't support going to Orlando. I'm not with the systematic racism and the BS. Something smells a little fishy. Whether we want to admit it or not, we are targeted as black men every day we wake up. That's what Kyrie Irving said. Mm -hmm. Kyrie want to be so woke. It's okay, though. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Kyrie want to be so woke. And I just, I, I get what he's trying to say. But coming from him, it's just like, okay. <laughs> but my thing is, this this whole them not playing started with coronavirus. Yeah. Not because of what's yeah. going on now. It just kind of, I don't know, but this lockdown had nothing to do with, I don't know. <laughs> if he would have said, if he would have said it was about COVID, he was scared to go down there because of COVID. Oh, man, it would have been legit. But then he jumped yeah. on with his, he jumped on that racism. You want to talk about play. And then and Kendrick the I'm sorry. I'm sorry, go ahead. Are you good? And then Kendrick Perkins. I don't know if you I don't listen to Kendrick you know, Perkins on anything he said. I don't he listen to him. Much. He's an idiot. Neither, neither, but he was like he felt like Kyrie Irving uh was only saying he couldn't go to Orlando because he's an inactive player and inactive players can't go to Orlando. I'm like, if you feel that way, <laughs> like he only you know, just did it because he couldn't go. You know that that is a that is a it crazy, crazy as kept. It's a valid point, and plus Brooklyn, I think, is not even in the playoff picture. They might be. I think they are. I'm tripping. They are. It's just without Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Nets were in they the playoff are. picture. So that mm. being said, he may. Kyrie made valid points, but he's just the wrong spokesperson that, that should have been making that <laughs> right that out for real. Kyrie said um, some valid stuff, but he shouldn't he shouldn't be the spokesperson behind it. Now, mm -hmm. all that BS about him talking about that there's gonna be he want to start another league and stuff. Yeah. You know, that was that was actually that was actually rumored. And so that wasn't true. Um, however, if, it, if you're looking at it from that standpoint, you could actually go beyond that point, even though it's looking extreme. They sh maybe they should, but think about it. The NBA is what? About nine out of 10, eight out of 10 players is black. So, <laughs> you know, only thing that's that don't have a uh, figurehead from uh, that's uh, black is front office owner or the commissioner. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you want to look at it from that standpoint, then by all means, then you know, put put all y'all monies together that you saved up and start getting that lead together. <laughs> oh that, man, you better get out there and uh, get ready to start for the 20, uh, 2021 season. Mm -hmm. Well, um, Steven Jackson, former NBA player, he has a podcast. For those who don't know, he has a podcast, Matt Bournes. 
you know. All the smoke, but, baby. Yeah, I, I like I like that. I like that. But he yeah. felt it would be a distraction for players to play. Um, he has a direct connection, obviously, because of George Floyd or whatever. Um, yeah. but he felt like there it would be a distraction for them to play. And Matt Barnes disagreed. He felt like because he felt like the players could bring awareness to what's going on. This is Matt Barnes said that. Right. And with Matt Barnes's point, I really I see where he was he's trying to go with that, but how uh what what is that going to bring when you're going out there playing? You know what I mean? You 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 playing a sport that you're getting paid for. However, if it's going to be about uh systematic uh racism, then you need to be out uh on the I guess be out on the forefront uh helping the communities out, you know, but also because this is it's sticky. It's real sticky because these guys are also playing for their livelihood. This is a paycheck that they also right. you know receive. Yeah, they get it two weeks right. just like you and I get. You know, so um, it's it's a whole sticky situation with this man, and whether right. to to play or not to play. That's the that's the million dollar question. For real, and well, I get and- Stephen Jackson. I get he has a different aspect on it because of him having a relationship with George Floyd. But as you just said, basketball is not on hold because of these the social injustice. It's it was on hold for a, a different reason. It, yeah. it was on hold because of the pandemic. But it just so happens that during the pandemic, this happened. So it's it's sticky. And so, like, if a player chooses not to play, I am fine with it. But, but you can't ex- you. I guess you can't expect it. But that don't mean it's going to happen if the if the whole entire league just says it's it's a wash because th- that's not a decision um you make as an outsider. I can say right. it, but I don't have no weight. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't players. Yeah, players got until the twenty fourth to let you know notify their team if they're playing or not. So they had a couple more days to decide. <laughs> And yeah, my one. least favorite player, but he's the best defensive man. Um, uh, Patrick Beverly made a statement, and Patrick Beverly just saying? said, "Like Pat Bev said, Hoopers like say." <laughs> Pat Bev said, "Hoopers say what you want. If King James, if LeBron James said we hooping, we hooping. It's nothing personal, <laughs> just business." <laughs> For the first time, I cannot believe he sat there and backed. LeBron James, as much as he dislikes. Listen, Pat Bev said it. Brian hooping, everybody hooping. LeBron is LeBron is one of the players that actually want to play because he because LeBron is the player that's bringing talking about what's going on or whatever. So he can be baseball. Let's not forget, Chris Paul is the Players Association president. So um, also, Mm -hmm. and see that's and that's what makes everything with this so sticky. Is because if they play, they're gonna be selfish. If they don't play, they're being selfish. It it is is no win situation here. It's a win win lose. It's a lose lose situation. Exactly. Well, no it, I mean, what, what about what about like the MLB players? They having a whole fit, whole attitude about it. They ain't gonna win either. <laughs> a lot of people they, they, that they not season to watch that they not gonna they don't care they can care too much uh, too less about baseball unless they decide they want to pull a 98 get them steroids back in them systems to start juicing get them home runs back out get them 50 60 70 home runs again 
the man, no, baseball players just mad because they gonna lose half of their money. <laughs> they don't want to lose their money. Thing. That was the thing. They actually the the uh, the the owners caved and said, "We'll give you your full salary for just uh, oh. sixty games." They caved okay. in, and so because that, they're like, "Okay, so what's the problem now?" This is the thing. They're going to play. It's going to be like the NBA was back in 2012. They're going to play like 66 games in like 70-something days. Or everything is going to be condensed. The baseball is going to be playing like 60 games, 60-plus games in like 70 days. They're not going to get hardly any breaks. They hardly don't now with the regular season they play. (laughs) They play dinner every day. And then with the, the Philly situation in Clearwater, Florida, when five of their players just tested positive for COVID-19, all that threw another wrench into the possibility mm-hmm. of them coming back. So at this point right now, man, like I said, watch 2020. That's it. I, I don't even Oh, 2020 been, oh, 2020 yeah, been, been a wash. Yeah, yeah. but I'm so saying 2020 like, been a wash. Uh, I, I would sit there and say, man, I, I wouldn't even dare. Bring put a season together for 2020. I, I still don't understand how the NHL is going to be because they right now they skating through like like because um, there's no no controversy or nothing coming out from them. But I'm like, you got a whole whole league full of foreign players, yeah, league full of foreign players, man, and they could be on that COVID nineteen tip, and we don't know. So, so with like, hockey. With hockey, it's a little different. With the other sports, it's just going to be one city. Hockey at least has two. That probably may be why they aren't having as many issues, I'm going to assume. So with yeah. hockey, it's going to be two different cities that's going to be playing the games, whereas with basketball, they're strictly going to be in Florida. It's going to be in one space. So that may be why they aren't really tripping as hard. That's just still not stupid. okay, man. Three months in one city is just not okay. And I see the plans that they're trying to do. And honestly, there should have been an emergency backup in in play just in case anything of this nature would happen. I'm expecting in the future that these top four uh, professional sports leagues, uh, even I'll even throw in MLS, will uh, figure out emergency backup plans for the future. If ever something of this nature comes out again, you know, because you're going to have to. You gotta take the L here, man. Everybody has to take the L, straight up, man. I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go away from that. There should not be any professional sports happening in 2020. Yep. As much as I love it's it, too risky. It, let it go. It's too risky. Like, like coronavirus is still a thing. It's still a thing. Hey, we blame Rudy Gobert for the reason why sport professional sports have been canceled. Rudy is Rudy to Gobert. blame. He was this like the first one. He came <laughs> back to France. This is all his fault. He was in France. We, we blame Rudy. Rudy Gobert for the reason why they canceled all sports. <laughs> it's his fault. <laughs> it's so, oh. yeah, man. I'm either blame him or the orange one. Oh, man. Yeah, that too. Yeah, it's like the guy that said I made Juneteenth famous. How about that? Oh, he's oh. an idiot. Right. He's an idiot. But we, we got I gotta have talking heads like Ryan Hollins and Kendrick Perkins make dumb comments 
just to uh, justify themselves and, you know, make themselves more different than any uh, color commentator or analyst. I got to hear yeah. them. So that's why I cut off. I, I don't even watch debate shows because it's that just seems pointless to me, like on, on television, because yeah. the debate has always been around everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So like watch a televised I just think they be in character a lot of times just for TV purposes. For sure. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. so Bree, your boo, Kevin Durant. Well, first off, Dwight Howard agrees with Kyrie. He says he's a little radical, but but he agrees with him. But <laughs> your boo, Kevin Durant, <laughs> uh, he actually defended Kyrie Irving, but he called out Kendrick Perkins and called him a sellout. <laughs> well, KD and, and Kendrick and, Perkins don't get along, so. Yeah, they're not yeah, I remember they were teammates. Mm-hmm. They were teammates in Oklahoma City, so yeah, yeah. I can I can expect that. Yeah. I remember seeing somebody put a video out of all the Kendrick Perkins highlights, and especially when he was in Oklahoma City, you can see how how valuable he really was. Oh, oh, yeah. valuable. So yeah, so man, if, it, was, it was hilarious. Man. Oh, oh, they also said Kevin Durant uh, retweeted a photo of Kendrick Perkins airballing. He probably yeah, did. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> he showed me his That's what I'm like. I can't believe. Okay. Well, honestly, I know we sit back and we watch like Inside the NBA because one is one of the best shows. But it's like I was surprised when people started taking Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal seriously. You know what I'm saying? It was really funny <laughs> to me. They took both yeah. of them seriously, you know, but it's a hot show. Um, I applaud their efforts of what they've been doing, especially recently. I know they've had conversations uh, like about what happened with George Floyd and stuff like that. You know, that's that's needed. And Ernie Johnson, hey, he's always welcome to the uh, to the barbecue. You know what I'm saying? Always. Is down for the cause, man. Always. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And Chris Demon, too. I know he's listening. He always well, down for the car to go to the bar. Chris too. might be invited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do Chris. Don't do Chris. Chris <laughs> might be. I know he is laughing his ass right. off right now. I Chris know. might. Listen, Chris might can get a chicken wing. <laughs> I, I was told you know, by a friend. I was told by a friend earlier today that uh, I was cleared of reparations and that I could even use a light skin black power fist emoji. <laughs> so y'all, you know. I saw that post. I saw that post. <laughs> oh. That's funny. Hey, hey, especially, I, I, I've watched Chris for the last few years now, man. And, and I, 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 this is going to be brief and I'm going uh, to leave it at that. I seen. No, feel free man. to feel free to expand. Uh, I like this topic. <laughs> Go ahead. You, you want that boost, right? You want that boost. But um, <laughs> yeah, him and Travis, man, if that's that has been one one of a kind uh, camaraderie, man. And then I like seeing that, man. is is wonderful, man. I, I got to give a shout out to my co-host uh, when we do the sports apocalypse, uh, Jason Dirty Spurgeon, man, because uh, a lot of people didn't see us uh, together. We had a I had a black woman tell me. That y'all fit together. I was like, really? Is that is that right? And and people come back saying, man, y'all doing y'all thing, man. And I was like, I appreciate that. And so it's sometimes I get I give some love to some of our white brothers, man. They even invited to the barbecue. 
can get you clean. I'm, I'm just playing, Chris. I'm just playing. You guys put ra- you guys do raisins in your potato salad too, right? God no, God no. That is not real. That is not real. No one has put raisins in their potato salad ever. And also, I only kind of smell like a wet dog. <laughs> Okay. Happy Juneteenth, everybody. Is this video going to be shown to everybody? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I guess we just, just got to see what happens. So, hopefully, it does be a wash. Who knows? Who knows? I want it to be. Let it be a wash. Yeah. I agree. So, it's a waiting game at this point. And players have until when, Victoria? June 24th. So, yeah, a couple okay. more days. So, that's next week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. What's that, Wednesday? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This has been a great episode. You guys are fun. <laughs> You know, I, I, I got I a whole backstory about thirty for thirty. Then he had to watch it. See, you know what? Hey, I tell y'all what, man. Y'all are invited to come down to our studio, man. We can always chop it up and do some more uh, sports talk or whatever, man. Uh, if, if Chris will let you, <laughs> you think you think those two? You think anybody tells either of them what to do? I don't, exactly, not, no, exactly, no. exactly. Exactly. We, we we do have to chop it up and uh definitely want you uh you uh gals come down and uh and chop it up with us, man, because we, we do have a good time and uh definitely we can do it on a podcast form too as well, just like you guys do. But That's sure. Always, always. Um right. so plug yourself um, one more time yep. before plug we close yourself. out. Plug yourself. Okay. That's how we're gonna do it. A Train Show, you can find on uh, the In The Zone Network on Podomatic. You can go to Anchor or wherever you uh, listen to your favorite podcast. Go to In The Zone Network. All right. You can also go to uh, the Sports Apocalypse. We do a show every Wednesday live in studio from uh, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. to like 8.30. We go like 90 minutes. Sometimes we'll go longer depending on how we feel. Uh, that's, at the, again, the Sports Apocalypse on Facebook. Go and check it out there, and uh, I think that's about it. And we got we got some I got some podcasts I got to produce tomorrow, so I'm back to work. <laughs> I'm back to work. Um, before oh, we uh, go, I just want to say, A Train Show. Uh, sorry, the A Train Show on Twitter. You can follow me there uh, on there and Instagram. Okay, make sure y'all follow him, please. Thank you. <laughs> Um, before we go, I just want to say happy Juneteenth. If you if you have not today, please support a black business or a black creator. That's just my special shout out for today. Um, <laughs> make sure you follow us on Instagram. The Instagram it is WDWKAS Podcast. And our Twitter is What Do Women Know One? And that's K-N-O, the number one. Also find us on YouTube. The YouTube is also WDWKAS Podcast. As always, I am Brie Nicole. And I'm Vicky D. We will see y'all next week. Peace. Yeah. Hey, man, what the do y'all know about sports?